0: On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we discuss Steph Curry and his place in the NBA history, the disastrous Super League in European soccer, and we talk about how soft Kevin Durant is, both physically and mentally dumbest thing ever so when they traded up to number three they was like well they're picking mac jones oh well no they're going to justin field's second pro day well they must be drafting you know know, justin fields oh well now they're going to uh, trey lance's second pro day they must be drafting them first of all no they're probably drafting mac jones because they're stupid but second of all (laughs) you don't get a second chance to make a first impression right Good evening. This is Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody and BJ Thomas. Blake Griffin looks re-energized. Well, being on a team that actually can win a game or 2 we'll do that to you.
1: Yes, he feels like he looks like he wants to play basketball again. I mean, he's never going to be Blake Griffin, but... He looks a lot better.
0: Yeah, well, I I don't know. I, I am, I don't know quite how to say this without being extremely rude, so I'll just do it. Durant is a flake and soft, and it's not
2: just <laughs> mentally.
1: Ah, uh, boy, you ever get caught out in Orlando <laughs> with the Nets are in town? You better watch out. You know, KD is known by... for
2: pulling up on people. Yeah,
1: yeah he's <laughs> get punched in the face by a seven foot spider.
0: <laughs> but uh, I'm serious. I mean, he just cannot take punishment. And, 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 and again, not just mentally, but physically, because yeah. that hit that happened on his thigh the other day. I've seen so many players, basketball, football, even uh, baseball players, have that same exact thing. And don't get me wrong, it hurts like hell. Walk it off and come back later. He's but so per-
1: sensitive. I bet you he measured tremors. (laughs) I'm pretty like...
0: He probably he
1: probably senses things we can't sense. He hears his dog's whistles and shit. Like, <laughs> oh
0: man, you know, and and there's something to be said about being an empath like that, where you just, you kind of sense everything around yeah. you. But this
1: isn't good. Don't use that term, empath. That's not that's he's not using that in a good way. Like, <laughs> empath is has usually more of a positive connotation to it, where you sense people's feelings and you can feel the setting of things and you, you it, it
0: affects you. But it can it, it can affect you the other way too. But,
1: Geez, this is like, yeah, but growing up, we'd be like, dude, you're being a bitch.
0: Yeah, no, this is true. We've all had it yet. said,
1: we, we, I've had it said to me, I don't know if do, y'all could be in a bitch, just could be in a bitch. Like, shut up, but shut isn't, up. Isn't KD wet?
2: It's like 200 pounds. He's seven foot, 200 pounds, on like 205 or something. And <laughs>
1: it doesn't matter. He could get in the back of a minivan and slap you in the driver's seat. It doesn't
2: matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, and that, that's my point, okay? If you want to be like that on, <laughs> on Twitter and social media, that's fine. I get it. Everyone's different with that. But if you can't take a knee to the thigh and not come back the rest of the game and be out multiple games hey adam I, i'm I, not I, trying no, to dude. be a
1: jerk i'm not trying to be a jerk I, I didn't play a whole lot of like organized football i played a lot of sandlot football i played a lot a ton of basketball have you ever been in the thigh like really yeah good?
0: it hurts like hell but you walk it off
1: not the next day you don't <laughs> and like um
0: it i had
1: one go to the bone once it was terrible it affected me for five days i was like oh man i mean i I have chicken legs so that's not but
0: okay there's a difference between being affected and just being completely out okay if if he's out there hobbling or at least trying to that's fine or you know trying to give it a go but i'm trying to think
1: of everything here tonight i'm really trying to i love kevin durant i was i loved the oklahoma city thunder when it had harden westbrook so like i have a soft spot for kevin durant like the the bone to muscle ratio in his leg is terrible so like (laughs) so like that he got kneed in the bone you have to understand that it's not like barry sanders getting catching a knee in the thigh he got kneed in the bone
0: like (laughs) well and like i don't mean to make light because i know that shit hurts i'm just saying and it's going to hurt the next day i'm just saying as a professional athlete you need to get out there and, and show your team hey look i can do this
2: Right, I at least hard. I, ahead, I it's hard for him to do that when he has the body of a thirteen-year-old man. He needs to put on some weight. Man. Boy, y'all better. He's been of- in
0: the league for thirteen years. You better keep the dude hasn't had a
2: sandwich or hit the weight room. <laughs> you better
1: keep your ass out of downtown during basketball <laughs> season. You better not go to City Walk. You might get stuck. <laughs>
2: from both of you. Jeez. Well, I'm just listen. I'm. I'm not questioning his game, it's just dude, like you're seven foot, bro. You gotta be at least at least everybody
1: here is trying to call him a bitch without saying Kevin Durant, you're a bitch. <laughs> like everybody here is trying to say that. So like I'm just I'm just gonna bring it to light. Like, this is what the conversation's about. Let's just be honest. <laughs> like it's sad. I mean, he has no self-control when it comes to like commenting to people who I'm sorry, don't matter. Like I they don't matter. And I'd say that if it was just some random dude, if Kevin Durant was some random dude tweeting weird stuff that we caught wind of, I'd be like, dude, these people don't matter. It's not because mm-hmm. he's rich. It's not because he's a basketball player. It's because he's a human other people. Their opinions don't fucking matter.
0: Yeah. And, and if he came up to me and said something, I'd flat tell him my opinion does not matter. He has,
1: he has to be a homebody like to sit here and tweet that much. Like he's not James Harden. James Harden's in the strip club too much to be tweeting like this. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> probably probably all phones away when James Harden's in the strip club
3: <laughs> but That's
1: like true. he must have like he must be a homebody he might have a lot of free time he might spend time pondering shit you shouldn't be pondering
0: and that's fine if you want to be a homebody that's fine hell i'm i'm the most introvert of the three of us here but you know what i do i see my ass off of social media and i find things to do around the house
1: i thought i was an extrovert until quarantine hit and i was like this is my life
0: <laughs> yeah pretty I much like, i
1: was like shit i was like the only thing i'm missing is work yeah. <laughs> as soon as i go back to work everything's gonna be normal i, was
2: like- <laughs> yeah, I mean kevin he just he just built differently man i mean i'm not gonna chime in too much on him but it's just well. His game is practically
1: unstoppable. Oh, he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, but as a bas- in strictly the basketball sense, he's just unstoppable. He shoots high. First of all, he's seven foot tall. Shoots well above his head. That shit's right. unstoppable. Would but you hang he- out
2: with him, BJ? What's that? Would you hang out with him? Hell yeah. And okay. t-
1: I and I get I'd, I would take the smoke too. I don't think he'd beat my ass, but I bet you would be pissed. I'd be like, why do you fucking talk about everything that happens to you? Like. These tweets don't matter. Like, go make some money. Go start a business. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating me. I don't understand why he takes time on these people. Like, say we gained like a few thousand followers. Are we gonna sit there and sift through the comments and like attack people? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um well that's the (laughs) But I'm not worth 30, 40, something million dollars a year.
0: I might have a spare hour to mess with you. Why does he have a spare hour? Go work out. Shut up. Well, and that's the thing. You like If he'd spend more time in the weight room, he would have less time on Twitter.
1: Is this the kind of of celebrity we're going to get now? Somebody said something about me. I tweeted him back. I look sensitive and I'm going to whine about it.
0: That's the kind of society we're getting, not just celebrity. Right, right, exactly. Well,
1: you know, that prepper thing died out, but we can bring that back. There's a nuclear missile silos that are empty out west that you can live in. You don't have to be fucked with by anybody. You just stay out there with the cows and stuff. Hey, don't
0: tell it to some of your neighbors. They might take you up on it. Trying to
1: get go, man. I don't want to go with them. <laughs> I'm going to talk my way into a situation which doesn't allow me to leave this county. Watch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, question for you guys. Uh, change subject real quick. Did you guys... Um, You saw about the whole Super League over in Europe, right? Football. Yeah, and it's already folded.
3: Damn, already?
0: Already folded. The Uh, power of FIFA, the power of UFA is immeasurable.
1: That was the power of England. That's what that was. That was the power of the United Kingdom. That's what the hell that was. Yeah,
0: basically when they said that if if those clubs do that, they are out of of the bigger tournaments, and they just went, nope, that's too much money. Which, by the way, was a bitch
1: move. Yes. Total, I, I was not happy with that at all. That was like just a cowardly move.
2: But you know what? Do you I can see college football doing that? They practically already are. Right. That's what they do every year. Yeah. Right. Unless somebody right. gets lucky. Right. No, but and, well.
0: and, and and it's twofold. So the college football playoff is exactly like that. If you're not in one of these five conferences, you, you don't matter. And during the regular season, you might possibly maybe play an, a good team from the group of five. Maybe. Right. Uh-huh.
1: I liked the initial idea of it. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. The, some of these teams will probably wind up playing each other a couple times a year. Like, it's going to be excellent. And I was thinking about it. I started reading some of the – I belong to some uh, British soccer Facebook pages, and I get some of their posts. And they were, like, really pissed off, basically with the whole, like – who the hell do you think you are attitude? Like who said you're the best? When's the last time Manchester United did anything? When's the last, like they started listing off all these clubs. that haven't been successful in several years. And it's just, uh I started to think about it like that. Like, hey, who the hell are you? Mm. Could you imagine? I, I'm just throwing teams out there, but I'm gonna put them in there. Cause it's true. The Cowboys, the Packers, the the Patriots, the Bucks and all them just saying, shit, we're taking off. We're going to start a little 18 league and uh good
0: luck. Mm. I could imagine it. I, I could see it folding really quickly. The, the difference is, is- I mean, there's just no infrastructure. I mean, the reason why those themes, those clubs over there, And the teams over here are successful is because the infrastructure that's built in to allow them to be successful. Now, those 16 teams. I believe it was 16 um, that were doing that. They were doing that because they are also the the richest 16 teams over there in Europe. That's who they think they are. They think they can buy the way and everything.
1: It was like eight Dallas Cowboys, though. They haven't won shit since the late 90s or like early 2000s. Like a lot of them haven't won in several years and a couple of them have had brief pockets of success surrounded by like the dark ages so i don't th- i don't think it was a, a, a good look in hindsight,
0: I don't think it was a good look to announce it before you had your all, all your ducks in a row. <laughs> right. I mean, that if you're weird. going, if you're going to make oh, that you kind want of announcement, you want to go full level coup. Yeah. You want to right. you want to go like black op. Yeah. No, nobody says shit. No, no one says yeah. anything. No one says yeah. a, Does anything until you had every single name sign on the dotted line. You've got the infrastructure. You've got TV deals. You've got everything, and then you can go. Hey, look, we're doing this. Here's here's everything we're doing. Hell, they did that with the AAF with the American Football League. That was just you know even though it's it folded before they even announced it they went okay we need to make sure that you know here's what we're going to get our players here's how we're going to get on tv here's how we're going to do this that and the other and it, yeah. yes it still folded because it wasn't that good football but they had everything aligned up to be successful and right. this they were just you know hey we're going to fucking do this and they're like
2: that's really stupid don't do that or it could have been a wiki leak let's say someone from other teams like i don't really like this shit so i'm gonna leak it out let somebody know hey they're doing this shit you may be able to do something. And they caught windows. Like, oh, yeah. So they tried to get ahead of it first. Because yeah, I'm pretty but- sure they tried to keep it because that's a lot of money. I think I think I think the I think they're saying Chase was offering these teams like $400 dollars or something like that. Dude, soccer is way more valuable than probably yeah. most NFL yeah. teams. Yeah, if yeah. you
0: if you think that Mahomes makes a lot of money, mm. if you think LeBron makes a lot of money, look at the contract for um Messi. Or Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean are they richest? Athletes they're, in the world? If not, they're pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think um Floyd might actually be up be higher up there. Still so, uh, through promotion. Um, ma- be, maybe not be... in the past couple of years, but I know I know when like Rooney was making his money, Floyd was high up on that list.
1: Well, I mean, it's only a click away. Give me a second here. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Shit. I
0: yeah,
2: I'm seeing Jordan. Well, okay,
1: Jordan. Well, yeah. Well, are we talking yeah. about active though? I think we have to be specific. With this. Yeah, that's right. I was gonna say. Active. Yeah,
0: and you gotta got understand, Jordan owns his own shoe brand. Highest paid active athletes: Roger Federer.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking here. It says Tiger Woods on. Uh, um, he said he's worth his net worth is 800 million. Well, okay, that's net worth.
0: That's not what they made last year. That's that's where okay. Bj was going. So uh, so the 30 highest paid. Now athletes of twenty twenty. I just headed up there. So you Federer, the Forbes but, list? it's Yard Barker where they they pulled okay. it from Forbes. Okay. So Federer last year made one hundred and six million dollars. Ronaldo made one hundred and five. Messi made one hundred and four. LeBron made ninety nine. And who's who's after LeBron? So it, it Neymar. Neymar is next. Okay. Like ninety five so, and a half.
1: So so three out of the top five are soccer yeah. players. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that yep. i think we're answering questions here <laughs> so but
0: but and here's the you know the real kicker okay they work for people okay they make a crap ton of money somebody pays that yeah and to them a hundred million dollars for a toy and not to get to oh it's nothing it's but nothing. to them th- to them these people are toys hey yeah just give them a crap ton of money and just let them let them go another horse in the stallion
1: yep or in the, the stable excuse me stallion in the stables
0: that's all it is and yeah so i i think it was really really bad timing not only just releasing it when they did because before they had all the the details worked out but also releasing it during the semi-finals of the big tournament that's going on right now that was just stupid so dorian do i think that maybe somebody might have leaked it yeah, yeah. I also yeah. think that they were just arrogant and just like we're going to do this anyway well i mean the whole idea is arrogant
1: i don't know why I'm thinking they could just pull it off by talking about it, it wouldn't be i mean I mean it's not out of the realm of their actions at this point
2: yo i'm looking at the richest owners in the world there's a guy his name is mukesh ambani and he's the owner of the mumbai indians and they are a cricket team 80 no 84.5 billion dollars is what they're worth is what he's worth that's fucking crazy bro that is insane. The next is Steve Ballmer, $68.7 billion. And, and that's money that's just obscene. Like, it's hard to even fathom
0: how much money that actually is. Now, they're not sitting the waiting in cash, Scrooge McDuck style. A lot of it's in investments and this, that, and the other. It's still a crap ton of money. Insane. And that's when I hear people, you know, when they say, well, LeBron James... You know, makes too much money or um Seth Curry makes too much money no they don't first of all they're in a like, cap league yeah yeah they're hush. they're they're in a league that's capped the soccer players are not and on top of that the owners to them it's nothing it's like a percent yeah not it's, it's a percent of a percent it's, it, but it's
1: it's not even the yes yeah, i'm about to say it's not even a percent of the owners wealth it's like a percent of the revenue for the year for the team it's not yeah. even it's not even directly tied to the owner's wealth no. until you say over the luxury tax, then you can might say, then you may say he's chipping in or something, or he's taking, one. taking from one hand for the other. That's
0: and that's what, that's what people don't understand. So like the salary cap is set. At, I want to say for the NBA, it's 53% of the total revenue across all streams, the TV marketing our TV merchandise, the whole, the whole bit. So the, the team is self-sufficient as a whole. Now, BJ to your point. Now, if your GM is just like, I want to buy everyone. I love what's going on in Brooklyn. That's a different story.
3: Yeah,
0: But, I mean, for the most part, these these things are ju- they're self-sufficient. Why? Because people still go to games. Yep. People still watch them. Yep. Why do you think the NBA is playing seventy-two games this year?
3: Right.
0: No, and, yeah. and I, I I mean that very seriously. The just... contracts are written that they have to play seventy games, or they don't get the TV money. Wow, that's amazing. So, yep. So that that's. That's why the NFL was really pressing. We need to play all these games during COVID. That's why the NBA, whenever you know a team pops up with COVID here or there, they make sure that that game is postponed and not canceled. Because if they don't have the inventory of games, they don't get the money. And that's a lot of money to, to give up because James Harden could strip club and got COVID. <laughs> uh, you know,
1: I'm not very good at the financials and stuff, but is there some way they could insure themselves against something like this happening again?
0: It, yeah, it has to be written to the contract. They, they didn't think about it. So so they didn't. They didn't run into the con- into the DB contract. The, the
1: new CBA has to include something to include this because well, the, these guys shouldn't have to play if they're concerned about this stuff.
0: Well, here here's the deal. If you're if you're going to ask for that, that's fine. What are you giving up to give that? Nothing a is- integration
1: nothing it's the nba fuck you well, you're just I mean, gonna give it you're just gonna give it to the
0: players because lebron wants it Le- lebron's got one maybe two more years left in them doesn't matter he still wants it and he'll make
1: kd want it he'll make mean, <laughs> you know how that works it's only gonna take true. about four of them to really want it and then the dominoes will fall
0: true but i you know every time you hear about hey the nfl players are getting this a new cba the nba players are getting this okay so what they give up yeah the the nfl players gave up you know so it was mandatory otas at the beginning of the season okay so what do they give up to get the to to get that less practice you know they they got the marijuana policy cool what they give up so it, Man, it's all negotiation
1: we can just switch gears right there it's really going to suck for the cowboys with zeke smoking weed openly this year <laughs> 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 Hey, Zeke, I need you to run. No, uh, man, Dave's not what? here. What? <laughs> this brownie's kicking my ass, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If hey, he's doing edibles, we're in trouble.
2: Oh, hey, <laughs> I'm, just you,
1: I'm just letting you know. They're, hey, they're, they're,
2: they're different. Hey, Mike, you may want to draft a running back behind me just in case.
1: Ooh, bro, I'm telling you, I'm going to smoke <laughs> like a quarter, quarter a week at minimum, I bet you smoke. Um,
2: you know, what's crazy. Well, I, sh- I shouldn't say this on air. I got to tell you guys a story because I know someone personally – who's a personal friend of Zeke's father. They grew up together, and they shared me some stories about Zeke, which is crazy. I'll tell you guys probably the text. Don't do
0: it on a recorded line in case it gets out. Oh, of
2: course not. (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) I was just like, oh, boy. Right. Yeah, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) But he is a party animal. I knew that this, I was was told this, this person is very close to the family. family.
0: And that's what's really funny because, like, back in the 70s, those players partied too. Mm -hmm. Specifically, I know Larry Zonka partied because you know where he would go to party? (laughs) He'd come up to Fruitland Park and party up. Yeah, because <laughs> it was away from all the scene. That that was just who he was. He would come up to Fruitland Park and party, and that that man could put back some drinks. Wow. Where was he drinking, dude? I wasn't
1: around. You gotta you gotta we gotta talk to whoever you talk to. You have to talk. you need more information.
0: Well, I I can tell you exactly who who was talking to because I can tell you who was there with him. My dad. Talk to your <laughs> dad then. I need answers. Larry Zonka's a Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse alumni, these are great stories.
2: Yeah. Well, were there any uh, women involved too? Oh, whoa, I'm sure.
1: Whoa, whoa, we're just gonna talk about drinking
3: stories.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back in those days, a party, you know, you know, had some weed, had some women, free love. Well, and that was uh, the thing, though. So, yeah, back, back in those days, they <laughs> had. Brooklyn the
0: Park, though, Beth I mean, wasn't around then. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was safer. Well, yeah,
0: it was, and that's the point: is yeah. back in those days, you could drink, you would smoke weed, and you'd have some lady friends around. And that was pretty much the extent of it. And you can go all night. Now with heroin and coke and everything else, you can't. You can't afford to do oh, that because your body you went, don't screw it up.
1: You went there. The first thing I went was this camera phone.
0: <laughs> first <laughs> thing
1: I thought of was a camera on the phone. He's like heroin. I'm like, no, nah, these pictures. These pictures get everybody messed up. Larry Everybody. That was a great picture though, too. Talking mask. about the gas mask
0: yep that
1: was that was excellent you ever tried one of those things nope good luck if you if you can keep your eyeballs in your head you succeeded it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how much smoke you took in as long as your eyeballs stayed in your head
0: hey man my, I, i've worked in an industry for way too long that would randomly test you and there was no it was no tolerance complete zero tolerance oh i'm just asking i'm not judging yeah. i don't care whether you did or didn't i'm just wondering if you ever Happen to
1: find yourself behind the gas mask. I'm just all. telling
2: you why. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, um, switch gears for a moment. So, <laughs> <laughs> Steph no comment. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah. fuck so Steph Curry? Is better um, than Bill Walton. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> but I was gonna ask. So there was another uh, debate on Twitter if Steph Curry is better than Steve Nash.
0: As a as a pure point Two guard. different guys.
2: Two yeah, different two different games. Two, two completely
0: different games. As a pure point guard, Steve Nash is better. Is right.
1: Steph Curry better than
2: AI? But, but AI both, is more shooting guard than point guard. Uh, so is Steph. Yeah, but they, but the difference is they have Steph playing point guard because they don't have And Iverson was but. playing shooting guard, literally go, coming off the ball, and he brought he brought the ball when he felt Eric Snow was being a bitch, was doing what he need to do. He was like, man, give me the damn.
1: Golly, y'all so quick to call people bitches
2: tonight. <laughs> I'm I'm saying what others out in the universe were saying when they were covering the six was dude, like how um I'd get upset and then he would take the ball when he felt as if Eric Snow wasn't doing his
0: job. I, BJ, I think I think Dorian just seen some of the purple Urkel and just kind
2: of <laughs> in the gas mask. Yo, that commercial was hilarious. Some of you saw it yet. That that commercial is hilarious, man. I, I heard he's supposed to start
1: a strain called Purple Urkel. Didn't you yeah. send me that? Yeah. How is that not going to be like a couple hundred million dollar idea?
0: Oh, I, I remember it was a couple of years ago. Um, my my mom was watching some like one of those like Sunday morning talk shows and they had um, Tommy Chong and he was yeah. obviously getting into the cannabis industry. And my daddy walked in and, and she turned to him and she went, so Tommy Chong's getting into the cannabis industry. And he went, yeah, and. <laughs>
2: I mean, it's long overdue. <laughs> Tell me something. You
0: should have said, oh, you mean legally?
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Now <laughs> I
0: understand. But Dorian, an answer to your question, Steve Nasher is a better pure distributor, facilitator within the offense point guard than Steph Curry. Okay. As a, as a, Basketball player. Okay, Curry is, is better.
1: Is Steph Curry better than Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf uh,
0: um, as a as a basketball player or as a point guard?
1: They're basically played the same position, a scoring point guard. They both played point guard their whole career, right? Yeah, but Curry has a longer range. Right. That's only. Uh, do we know that? I mean, he would have been, dude. He would have been drug out of the stadium if he was shooting shots from back there <laughs> right. back in the early nineties.
2: Only <laughs> if they didn't go in. Right. That's true. Only if they didn't go in. Um, oh, okay, you know, I yeah. I will say this, Mahmoud was, well, he played during the handshake era. So but it's I, I can't say because it depends on, could Steph Curry play during the Jordan era? Well, and I, I love this conversation because you you
0: have to take it with a grain of salt. Because if you dropped Curry, if you picked him up now, mm-hmm. put him in a DeLorean and send him back 30 years, Probably not. If Curry grew up in that era, yes. I mean, I, I hate to make caveats when conversations like that, but you have yeah. to understand that. Would he be he- the same level of star in the league, though? He's kind of small. Tell me
1: Gary Payton at six, three, not going to swallow him up for the whole game, being able to put his hands on him.
2: Yeah, grab on him. Yeah, because there's a lot of hustling and tussling and grabbing in the 90s, man. Remember when uh, I forgot? I think it was uh, Reggie Miller. I think it was the Knicks. He was coming off the screen, and man, John Starks was grabbing all by the neck, and he was <laughs> yeah <laughs> he called it in the rough. Like it's play. I'm not calling anything. So I don't know, man. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Uh, uh,
0: uh. but you see, the the thing with Curry was also the thing with Reggie is that by by the end of the game, your ass was worn out. Whether or not you were grabbing him, scratching him, whatever, your ass was worn out, and that's why you know six or seven game series with Reggie the opposing shooting arm was done so whom whomever you're putting on curry in this fictional drop him into the 90s he better not be your le- your your lead offensive option because he's he's not going to have any
2: legs for a jump shot that's that's a tough one plus in in the 90s it seemed as if the defenders seem like longer like your stacy augman's uh what is he he uh, was like six eight but he had like a long wingspan and- to where even if you were to come off of a pit, Stacey Ogman land hand, like arms with like go go gadget Stacy, he could just put his arm up, at least get a tip of it. You know what I'm saying? So he had Stacey Ogman, uh, well James hey. was mostly I just
1: I had a thought too though while we we're talking about all the differences. Do you remember people being able to run the baseline so freely? No. no. Like Patrick Ewing would come down there, Shaq, they'd come down there and put a hip on you, Absolutely. push you out of bounds, like act like they didn't see you and just back into you and shit. Like like they, they those are called fouls now because yeah. that would that would slow Curry down or yeah. break him, one or yeah. the other. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You. no I'm serious. I'm serious. Right. <laughs> Patrick Ewing backs up and doing running the baseline like that. Like he might have a herniated disc in his neck after that or something. I don't know. It, but but open... that goes back
0: to that goes back to my point though. If you took Curry in his game now and sent him back 30 years, he's not going going to address until he you know unless he's hurt. If Curry grows up in that and tailors his game around that,
2: then it's a different story.
1: How many point guards were there back then of his stature?
2: Like what? He's six three, right? So, uh, okay, sure. But the thing is, the, yes. the point guards back then were like stockier. Like for example, Tim Hardaway was six foot, but he was like a solid. He was like a bulky six foot. Are, are we just forgetting that John Stockton played in that era? Are we just completely oh,
0: forgetting true. that that he existed? Yeah, but you can't.
1: We got to pull the
0: unicorns out. <laughs> Yeah.
1: No, I'm serious. It's not yeah. fair. You but would st- you can take the high and the low? And and but wouldn't take its Steph be considered a unicorn? I don't know if he would back then. I don't think so. Yeah. So, I mean, well, let, let's let's
0: let's play this out though. So if, I don't know. Yeah. If you, it's
1: honestly this is honestly like impossible
3: because
0: yeah. <laughs> there's too
1: many variables. And it's a it's a nice thought experiment. But I guess with his size, I'm just not sure. Like, would the coaches even let him shoot like that? Well, and that, that would he you would he been trained? Would he have been, like tra- point, would right? he been trained to shoot like that?
0: So you brought up a good point about you know. If if Steph was was making taking the shots that he's taking now at the distance that he's taking them, unless he's hitting fifty percent, the coach is going to wear his ass out. And I remember so not... when I remember when like six threes and a half was crazy. Oh, I remember when Penny came in the league; he was six six, and people thought he was a giant no, point guard.
1: I'm, I'm talking about six threes and a half. Like for yeah. a team to hit six threes and a
0: half, I remember that was crazy. Like, oh, oh, these guys are hot. Oh. No. My... It's nothing. Now you
2: got Urson Ilias over hitting five and a quarter. Quarter. Yeah. Now I remember watching the uh watching the documentary of the early uh Warriors, and I would say that Don Nelson yeah. would probably be the closest to allow Steph to shoot those type of three pointers. Because he was he was starting to that he was starting to open up one of the coaches that the, to open up that revolution of offense to where it's free motion and, and steady moving. Uh for what when I saw the um, actual documentary. So My uh, personal opinion, I think that Don Nelson would probably be like, "Uh, okay, yeah, you can shoot it. So we'll, you know, he would be the only one I can see that allow it. But like the Chuck Daly's, he's not having it. Paul Westfall would have. You know, I can see that. Yeah. You know what? I believe you because Dan Marley, he shot a lot of, uh, you know, deep threes, not as deep as stuff, but he shot a lot of way behind. Larry Larry
1: Brown let AI do whatever the hell he wanted. So, I mean,
2: but that's only AI, though anyone else, they said that Larry Brown is very stern.
1: Right. So mm-hmm. if if you're telling me that Larry Brown has Steph Curry instead of AI and doesn't see all those threes going, he's going to be like, that's what I got to live with.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's
1: tough. This is what I'm saying. There's so many variables. Yeah, it's, like tough. It's, yeah. it's tough to have a good conversation about it because you can always, are you sure? What if this or yeah. um, but man, I don't so, know.
2: Okay. So I'll do something a little bit more maybe realistic. So, okay, Dennis Rodman. Let's say you take Dennis Rodman and bring him in this era. Would he be a 20 and 10 guy? Or maybe a, a 20 and 20 guy? No, because no, he still wouldn't shoot.
1: No, he'd kick it out to three. He'd, he'd be like yeah. a 10 rebound. He'd be like a 20 rebound 10 assist guy.
2: Yeah. He, he, the thing
0: about Rodman wasn't that he couldn't shoot, even though he couldn't. He, just he didn't, didn't want to. to shoot. He didn't care to. He never wanted to shoot. Unless it, it was what the team needed. Like yeah. if 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 he had to give you 15, that he'd give it to you Mm -hmm. no specifically unless it was what chuck daly or phil jackson needed
1: yeah that's what i'm saying that's exactly what i'm talking about like if if he
0: needed something uh, he'd do it yeah but any other coach that he had couldn't get that out of him he might be the
1: greatest team player on game day ever (laughs) as long as
0: he's in the arena
1: on game day i'm saying on game day (laughs) he may be the greatest team player on game day ever that i've seen that i've ever laid eyes on I, Mm -hmm. i i hate saying ever i'm sorry but that i've ever seen or
0: ever seen heard of just seems like he may be that guy on game day yeah because he he was extremely unselfish he never looked for his own shot right. maybe we'll say like- maybe we'll say at work because we could include practice and all those other things so mm-hmm. greatest team player at work yeah but i mean just watching his game he he never cared it. and i don't think there's a player now that has that kind of team first whatever the team needs if i don't score that's okay what about yeah. him on green well what who now mr i'm the best defensive player ever <laughs> Now, now we're about to talk about somebody that might punch us in the face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I will tell you this, though. If Dream Man punches me in the face, I'm not going to mistake him for Aaron Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like
1: i don't know i don't know who this guy i don't who the the hell does this guy think he is like you're gonna survive aaron donald's punch i think that's what it was it was like a clout grab like look what i only got this from aaron donald no bro you'd have been you'd be look headless horseman riding through there
2: yeah you would have been dead dead
1: dead You ever see a watermelon explode? (laughs) Like, that's what, geez, Aaron Donald. One of of the guys I work with is not a big football fan, but he understands it and played a little bit when he's younger. So I was like, I showed him pictures of Aaron Donald. I was like, this is who he claims hit him. And he was like, no. I was like, yeah, (laughs) no, no. He's alive. He's talking about it. (laughs) He's not, he's not like... Half his face isn't drooped down. He's no, you imagine getting hit like that, dude. I don't want to get
0: pushed by him.
2: Not even, no,
0: you need a chiropractor is. for a month after that. Yeah, you, you described it perfectly. It's a Sherman tank.
1: Yeah, yeah that's what he said. He mistook him. I was like, No, a Sherman tank looks like a Sherman tank. You know, <laughs> that's,
0: that's
1: not something you wonder about.
2: I'm mean, I'm I, I, it brings me back to when he sacked uh Russell Wilson uh this year in one of their games. How like Russell Wilson was like, I, I could have swore he had a concussion. Because Aaron Donald picked his ass up and pretty much just threw him to the ground. <laughs> and Russell Wilson, I know he was like, Oh, how many how many helmets am I seeing right now? Well, okay. and that, that's
0: the thing. Like, if you're if you're Russ, <laughs> if you're in the air, you're just thinking, This is gonna hurt. Yeah. It's gonna hurt a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah.
1: I'm staying outside if I'm Russ Wilson. I'm bootlegging, bootlegging, bootlegging. He's gonna be chasing me, he's not gonna come at me.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so uh since we're uh, switching gears to football real quick question um antonio brown it looks like the uh bucks may not sign him or have him back um would you where else you with tom i would jaguars fan yes he would he desperate for anything i mean it's I, oh, oh you mean on the jaguars yeah i mean i don't have a, we don't have a choice but um but as far as um but as far as the bucks i think that his best chance. I think him and Tom Brady. Tom Brady's probably the only person that can keep him in line cuz eventually that Antonio Brown is going to be tony Brown. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's my point is he is extremely talented, but he's not worth the headache.
0: You know, you, you can get a player that can be 70, 75% of of Antonio Brown's production okay. for a fraction of the price and zero of the headaches. I
1: appreciate his talent, but there's some guy that plays with like 92% of his talent that is not going to give me a headache. Yeah, and that other eight percent is a per is a I can make that up
0: somewhere else. Uh, or, you can you or, can scheme or, that for someone else, or or
1: he'll make it up over the course of the season. Yeah. He, he might figure something out if he's that close, anyways. So I mean, the headache's not worth it in my opinion. If I were coaching, I don't know if I would push for it at any point there have to be major injuries before like, hey, let's give him a shot, see what he's got.
0: Well, and that's the thing. So A B is gonna to want to go to a contender. That's just how he is. And I don't blame him. No contender is oh. going to want to bring him in and mess up the chemistry.
2: Because Unless if you're if
0: you're a team that's a quality wide receiver away
2: from in the Super Bowl, that is not the, the way to go. No. <sighs> Uh, do you think Andy Reid would take a chance on him? So, so let's say for instance they could get him for a million for one year. There's a lot of
1: young kids on that team.
2: I don't like that idea. Now, okay, well, th- there's two different aspects to that. There's
0: a. Do you think Andy Reid would? And do you think Andy Reid should? Mm-hmm. Okay, good,
1: good point. I, I'm not so sure he would. This is the man that had TO, and I know he shouldn't. I'm yeah. solid.
2: I'm solid on that. So pretty much it sounds like we believe, or you guys believe that Antonio Brown could have played his last season. No, and, and here's the deal is. He has not played his final down because
0: the Oakland Raiders still exist in the NFL. The, the New York Jets still exist in the NFL. Oh. Teams like that are out there, and they will be desperate. And he will he will find a team now. Whether he plays a full season, that's a whole different conversation.
1: He needs
0: leadership
2: oh. in the locker room,
0: yeah, and he's not going to get it to a team that, that wants it. The
2: him. Jets the Jets don't have it, obviously. Yeah. And Plus, putting him with any type of rookie quarterback <laughs> will kill their confidence. Like putting him on the Jaguars, he would kill Urban Meyer, and he would. Make Jesus retire early. So, so, God, so you're saying please. that pairing him. Pairing Antonio Brown with um, like Mac Jones or Zach Wilson's a bad idea. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> I <wouldn't> do that. <laughs> oh my god, I can imagine Zach Wilson is like, oh, coach, you help me out here. Antonio Brown coming in, you gonna throw me the ball or what? Like Mac, oh, you have two defenders on you. Mac like, Jones is doomed to fail anyways.
0: Oh yes, and and so yeah, I, I will admit I love this time of year because I get to complete be a complete nerd and it's embraced for a little bit. <laughs> So I, I went through all of the drafts since I have been live on this plane the past 40 years. And of the quarterbacks taken in the first round, maybe 10 or Hall of Famers, maybe. And so I don't understand how these teams or why these teams think that, you know what, this is the year we find the diamond in the rough and, and, and move up to get a quarterback.
1: You know why? Because nobody can properly evaluate quarterbacks. No, I believe that. it's it's, to, it's such a hard thing to do. How do you evaluate leadership until you, you throw them in the fire? Like, you can say, well, he did this with kids on Saturday. Okay, so he's a leader of kids. Yeah. Like, you know, how are you going to lead millionaires? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the truly don't give a shit what you think. Like, <laughs> until, I, I saw until you do something.
0: I saw probably the worst, worst evaluation of a quarterback. And this was 30 years ago when I was kind of going through my, my details. They said, this guy is great if he has time to throw well no shit dumbass so is every other quarterback in the league
1: everybody in the world yes they all they're all in the NFL that's if they can find that they wouldn't have a problem
2: (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) you can't make this shit up either
0: yeah that's the sad part and I don't know what's what's worse okay the comments like that that make you think you don't know what you're doing or the fact that people get paid five six million dollars a year if Brett make comments like that
1: If Brett Favre got protection, he'd probably have thirty less interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> like, I
2: mean, oh, oh, yeah. You know, I, I think Brett Favre is like the godfather of just, you know, just slang the bitch. See where it he goes. <laughs> he is the gunslinger. He is the original. Yeah. Well, I won't say the original, but he is
0: this generation's gunslinger. Just go out there yeah. and just whatever.
1: When you're born with arm talent like that, why the hell not?
0: he's built like a goddamn blacksmith yeah,
1: like, dude look he slung that ball he was the he was the first guy that i really noticed arm strength for some reason i don't know it just i was like oh oh my goodness how do you get it in that hole it's Cause it took like a quarter of a second to get there. That's why. <laughs> Did you hear the story about Donald driver's rookie, rookie year?
0: No, no they
1: were, no. they were going through the, the, you know, the preseason stuff and uh, he was trying to get a, a rise out of Favre, And he says, is that all you got old man? Next time through, he broke three, of dry uh, Donald driver's fingers. Oh
0: yeah, I, I hate that. <laughs> Golly! Now I, I knew the story of Elway and what would call the Elway cross. You guys what remember was what the Elway cross? No. So Elway would throw it so hard that if, if it you know if they caught it with their hands against their chest, it would actually leave a cross where the ball would hit them in the chest.
2: That's crazy. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. That arm. Uh, so who who do you think in today's NFL has the uh, has the strongest arm? It's tough to beat Aaron Rodgers on a week-to-week basis.
0: So, wait, are are you asking who can really spin it? I hate that.
1: I hate that. (laughs) I hate that. This is not the Harlem Globetrotters. I hate that. I don't know.
2: I like that term. Um, Some people believe that he's either Allen or Mahomes. (laughs) Allen's got a cannon for sure. And Mahomes. I mean, those those are one and two, I
0: would think, but Aaron Rodgers has got to be up there. See, the, the the challenge with Mahomes is not so much that his his arm is solid, is that he never really. Th- sets when he throws now when he does he can probably sling at 90 yards but he hardly is all he ever set, and that's the scary yes he is he is brett farm yeah i love it multi-platform no platform i love it and you know what when you give him time he is really good (laughs) (laughs) so so is josh mccown (laughs) it's
1: magic it's questionable uh, interception to Magic though. Yeah. He's got like a self-sabotage button built into him some reason or another. Yeah, like yeah every- he's so far in him, too. <laughs> I
0: the think far. they all do. But don't you have to, though, in a way, be a quarterback?
1: Yes, yes. No, you, no. You, no. You, <laughs> yes, you do. The, you have to be able to throw it, walk off the field, and just immediately, as soon as you cross that white line, stand next to coach, just
0: go fuck it. Well, you, okay, <laughs> there, there is a difference. Yes, as, as a quarterback, you need to have a short memory but you also need to go you know look look i can't do that again right but i
1: mean as long as you're not making egregious errors you have to just walk it off you literally have to if you get scared in the nfl you're thinking if you're thinking you're lost you're behind the defenses ahead of you you're gonna lose like you can't yeah, but
0: you also have to learn from your mistakes why they keep
1: paying me to come back
0: why well, we just talked about gms that get paid five million dollars a year
1: brett Favre went to the hall of fame with like a one-to-one touchdown interception ratio <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> no, I'm serious. Look it up. It's like 124, 130 something to 130 something.
0: Oh, it's he more than that. I, mean, I think it's. I think you're right. It's about one to one. But I think it's. I think he had well over 300 of both. That, now, and and the, the best part is, I saw something today. His his worst playoff game. We don't remember him for. They says they 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 ran the numbers. His statistically the his game? the Vikings game when Randy Moss moved in the crowd. Everybody remembers Randy Moss. Nobody remembers how bad
2: Brett Favre was in that game. No, I don't. Randy Moss was pissed that game, man. He was. You tell he was ready for her, for the package, man.
1: I like when players years later tell you their motivations and stuff. I love it.
0: Well, yeah, and, and it led to the best ones like how hey, you going to pay the fine straight cash money, homie. <laughs> yep, straight cash.
1: <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Got it covered. Oh man. Um so so Dwayne, I'm gonna ask you this question. What? Okay, so we, we know that the Jags are taking Trevor Lawrence number one. Right, wrong, and different. That's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do with the first pick in the second round?
2: I was told that they were going to get, uh, it's either uh, another receiver, which I don't think they need another receiver or the lineman out of Oklahoma state. He's he's been, I can't think of the guy's name, but there's an offensive lineman from Oklahoma state that they've been raving about. They're thinking about getting in the second round, which even urban, he addressed that they, they are going to address the offensive line issue. So let's just, well, I hope, I hope he sticks to that. I'll just say that. I was, Way
1: off on that Brett Favre thing. It was 508 touchdowns to 336 interceptions. That's a shit ton of interceptions, regardless. It's the most of
0: all time. Holy crap! <laughs> Jeez. I tell you, he just smung man. Jeez. Now, BJ, you were thinking of Joe Namath, the worst quarterback in the Hall of Fame ever. Is he really? And where did he go to school? Alabama. Okay. Roll Tide. <laughs> Talking about them shitty quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? This one, this quarterback from Alabama, is going to be the one that's successful. Exactly. But yeah, I was going to go back to what we we're talking about doing. Mm-hmm. If Urban actually does draft an offensive line and they're successful, then yes, Lawrence will stay upright and, and can be successful but unless they, they address that line it doesn't matter who they have back there
2: right and and that's the thing like like what i was saying in the chat we was talking it's like the thing about urban Meyer is that yeah okay on one side people say okay well he's a first year nfl coach yeah but common sense is common sense and common sense is okay apparently okay the reason why i started i came to the nfl to coach is i want to coach this quarterback that i'm drafting i have to protect him so but individuals are saying yeah well you know you can find someone in free agency you want to get players around him the right receiver card that he has is pretty decent plus the other thing is too like I was telling someone like I don't have unrealistic expectations of Trevor Lawrence right I know that he's going to struggle get his ass well we expect that the only thing that we want him to do is this first year to learn and be as serviceable as possible you know like like I don't even expect this to Look. make the playoffs
1: what's what's he gonna learn in the game like survival is that it? yeah you, you're gonna Troy Aikman him his first year like give him his first seven concussions his rookie season but it's the, yeah and, but it's and the here's,
0: the thing, here's the thing with herbs and the offensive line and everything so Urban Meyer was a very successful college coach so if he needed offensive linemen he would go okay here's all the four and five star offensive linemen in the country I mm-hmm. want that one that one, that one that one that one that one that one and that one right. go get them for me right. now he goes okay here's all the offensive linemen in college what do you mean i can only get one what do you mean like, right. like, so there, there was a huge
2: difference there right right no 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 absolutely uh, but uh, again like he like he said like he doesn't have the the pickings that he did in college however what he can do is okay on my second pick i'm gonna get the best lineman available work with him and then use my staff that i've came together with to see if we can get someone in free agency they're going to have to get another lineman in uh, in free agency because. Cam Robinson, um, I think, yeah, Cam Robinson, we signed with us, but he's always injured. Right? How long How
1: long
0: until he, he signs Tebow? Well, and,
2: <laughs> and that that's the piece that no one talks about, okay?
0: He's not cool, man. Like, no, 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 not, no, nasty, no, not, not Tebow. That's just, that's just BJ being BJ. <laughs> just ignore that. But quarterbacks that Urban has had in college, name me a quarterback that he has had in college that you would have wanted on your team in the NFL. Terrell
1: Pryor is a pretty decent receiver.
0: <laughs> oh. This is my point. The only right. one.
1: The only one. Adam, I can think of. Adam's loving this. Adam's nipples are hard over there having this conversation right now.
0: <laughs> but th- there was there was one quarterback that played for herbs in college that had a lengthy NFL career. Alex Smith. Right. So do you want Trevor Lawrence to be Alex Smith?
2: No. Of of course not.
0: Well, and and this is my point because Urban in his mind does not know how to treat an actual quarterback.
1: Adam taking shots at Alex Smith Smith days after he retired. Solid, <laughs> solid. Hey,
0: he's RoboCop. Like
1: a, see, like by all accounts, like a pretty decent guy who overcame stuff. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> that's that's Adam second. Like Adam just put his whole shoe in his ass on the way out the door. <laughs>
0: Alex Smith. Short. At least I'm not Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> did you guys hear what he did to Alex Smith? No no. So apparently, the day that the the day after Alex blew out his leg, you know, F- Fitzmagic sent him a text. Hey, man, I hope you're okay. I know what it's like to go through an injury i hurt my calf one day and it was like uh, not even close to just <laughs> like
2: <laughs> oh, wow he, he would be better off not even sending anything it like, hey, he
0: man. He, and he he they he talked about that when uh, smith retires. like yeah i regret sending that <laughs> Well, like, he's from the Ivy League. Maybe he's a little awkward. That's like saying, Hey, hey, dude, I know your grandmother died of cancer that you know, a battle for 20 years. I, I know what you're going through. I lost my goldfish a couple of years ago.
3: Yeah,
1: I had some <laughs> indigestion last week. <laughs> Damn, pastrami.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, but, but this draft is, is going to be, um, pretty interesting, not only for the Jaguars, but, um, BG, I hate to say it, but I keep hearing rumors that Jerry's trying to conjure up a way to to, to get up in that, in, in at least that top five, man. To get Pitts. They said he's. They, I I read that he's obsessed with Kyle Pitts. usually, when Jerry's I, obsessed with someone, he's gonna find a way to get him. I don't know how he has so much time to
1: deal with the draft while he is oppressing his players. <laughs> I mean, they, they, can't, they, can't, they can't stand
3: <laughs> well,
0: stand, that, kneel, uh, uh, participate in any protest. That's that's okay. You, and in and, and Texas, they just realized that it's going to get hot during the summer. And so that they may not have the power to keep up. So yeah, I know it's in revelation that it's hot in Texas in the summer. So.
1: I can just hear him now. It's like, uh, you guys don't have any rights. Uh, do you know what our the the core base of our fans are? Morons.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Present company included.
2: I fool them every year into paying for the stadium with subpar football, dude. Speaking of Texas Stadium, I mean, well, AT and T Stadium, dude. I was told that so some kids in Texas from a elementary school wanted to do a tour of of of, of Jerry's World. Right? He charged the fucking school, man. <laughs> Why are you surprised by this? No, I'm, I'm just, I, you know, I am, because I'm like, damn, I thought Jerry would at least like have some love for the no. kids. No. Like, nobody can visit Jerry's world without paying a fee. Okay, dude, even adults. Dude, cool to, adults.
0: to okay. Jerry Jones, the priorities go this, money, 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 money <laughs> God, money, football team, oil. You act <laughs> like you don't know how real
2: pimps work. <laughs> uh, but when they told me that, I was like, you know, I, I was joking because I thought oh, it was just a casual joke. They was like, no. Like, like we have to pay for our kids to go do yeah. a loop around Texas. Yes. And yes. AT&T. Stadium. Walk
1: a mile. Right. We got to pay to walk a mile inside.
0: <laughs> hey, you never know what a man's gone through until you've had to pay to walk a mile in his shoes. <laughs> Like, people carry man. him
1: around there. That's what they don't show you is people carry him around there like an
0: emperor. Like is it an emperor from Egypt? Yeah, like <laughs> he
1: gets he floats around on like clouds and stuff. He that guy, I, I don't know about him. It's hard to be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> that, no, but the really the control on the players that were there can't say anything, they can't respond to anything that happens on a social level. It's just uh I don't know yeah. typical, <laughs> but, typical yeah. shocker.
2: Do you think he has a room, his own room at Jerry's World? Like his own like <laughs> own room? room. Or like a wing. Oh yeah. It's true. Like he's on yeah. living space, yeah. a wing with a bed.
1: Linden closet with powder from the floor to the ceiling.
2: <laughs> Sue me,
0: I ain't worth shit. <laughs> <laughs> <better than> me. <laughs> looking like scarface, just a nose full of
2: it. Steven, come here. I want you to do everything you can to get pit. Dad, um, I don't give a damn. I won't pits. I said I said pits. <laughs> I said pits. No, no, you Dude. said picks, right? No,
3: no, pits. <laughs> pits. What
1: a thing. Oh. I kind of want the picks. If we could yeah. somehow wind up with two first-rounders, if he can trade back and wind up some magic, something like that, or... A couple of seconds something just oh i don't know man i i'm a fan of getting young guys in there if you have a system in place that you're going to use let's get the players in there for that system and give them three years to figure this out like let's you do this wisely kyle pitts is like a generational talent though and that's the, phys, I, phys, physically I, physically I, can you adapt to the nfl life and the uh living the life of a high-paid athlete hopefully we don't know, um, but man, just, i typically he seems generational. He, I'm you know. seeing a
0: lot of mocks where he he he's going forth where either either Atlanta picks him
2: or Atlanta trades and whoever trades up picks pets, right. And I know that Dallas was one of the ones that went and trade with Atlanta, but I, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, call me a hater, or what? But if you put Dak and Pitts together, it's, this is this gonna be trouble? Well, man. see, uh, you know
0: that, that's the thing. If you, if you have a healthy Dak, a healthy Zach Martin, a Zeke who's off the weed, and and Pitts, and a healthy Cooper, why do you that say that? You know that shit is like highly
1: <laughs> unlikely. Like, <laughs> probation is the only thing that's gonna get Zeke off the weed.
3: yeah
1: <laughs> uh. Tell yeah. me how I know. Do we
2: do we speak from experience? No.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nothing you can Google. Zeke is on that purple Urkel. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty uh, interesting. But um like, like I was in one, in one mock, they had him going to the Dolphins. It's uh, Cal Pitts going to Dol- Dolphin They're saying that you know, I meant to say um, something when you were talking oh, about he needs a safety net, but I'm like, you got Gusecki. safety Gusecki net. He only,
1: he only plays quarterback. You need a fourth quarter quarterback. You need to draft a fourth quarter quarterback. You let your last one go.
2: That would be, I'll, that.
1: I'll never forget that. I'll be 50 years old talking about that. What yeah. that is. What the heck's going on about? This? Like i just
0: and and that goes back to your point earlier about what you know to do with Lawrence. He needs to take his lumps, mm-hmm. whether you're in playoff contention or not. He needs to figure this out. Does what he, though? Do,
1: Unlike know, an, an anemic offense,
0: does he need to go out there and get beaten up? can he mentally learn? No, what, what I mean what I mean by that is if he's going to play, he needs to play. Yeah. If he's not going to play, that's fine. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with the redshirt year. Aaron Rodgers had three. But if he's going to be out there to play, he needs to be out there to play. And you can't fake the intensity of a, of a fourth quarter close game. You can't. And, and if – If he's your quarterback of the future, you need him out there. And if he fails, okay, fine. Let him learn from his mistakes. If you're gonna play him, play him. Don't just do this back and forth stuff, because it's it's a safety net and it it doesn't work.
2: I think it has a lot to do with the the front office though. I I think the reason they've been back and forth. I think that Stephen Ross is like uh you know. I know you're the coach and I know you believe in him, but there's some sexy picks. And I think somebody probably had to remind Steven, no, remember when you hired Flores, you told him that you were going to give him complete control of who he wanted to draft. Oh, yeah, I did say that, didn't I? If I could change my mind, I do want a team, right? So I think that it was a power struggle from, from, upstairs all the way down to to Flores because they were back and forth. And again,
0: if you you have the power struggle and you want to play him, play him. That's fine. You know, that, that happens at every organization. You're going to have struggles, management, different levels about what to do and how to do things. That's fine. But once you make the decision to play him, you've got to stick to it. Mm -hmm. And not only just stick to it from game to game, but you got to stick to it within the game itself.
1: I'll tell you what I've noticed about these draft rumors, just from watching the Cowboys, just from strictly paying attention to the Cowboys nothing in the past decade that i've heard that the cowboys are going to do they've done nothing not one (laughs) damn thing
0: well they all they almost drafted manzel
1: right but that didn't even come out till the day before the draft that was probably it was it was very close to the draft either the day before or the day of the draft where that story broke um but they don't ever do it. The only thing that they that is accurate is once that draft kicks off. That's when the stories start to become the Cowboys are talking to somebody about this. It's something like that. So as far as the information that comes out, it's all smoke screens. Come out of Jerry World, all
0: smoke and, screens. And that's a credit to, to Stephen Jones to be able to put out that false information and make it believable to the point oh, where yeah, to make it relevant. Yeah, they got the
1: both of them have the poker face.
0: Well, you almost have to. I, I think you have to you be have born to. with the poker face. You yourself. have to
1: absolutely you have to say it with conviction. You have to say it like it's the actual plan and, uh, they're going to eat it up, talk about it, think about it. That'll hold them for 10 days. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: all you have to do is is say, we are thinking of doing this. We are looking into doing this.
1: Or a couple key sentences about a prospect. Yeah. Like he's, he's amazing. His workout was spectacular. Anything like that. And then all of a sudden start thinking.
0: Yeah. Because then you've got the talking heads and ESPN doing exactly what they did with San Francisco. And it was the dumbest thing ever. So when they traded up to number three, they was like, well, they're picking Mac Jones. Oh, well, no, they're going to Justin Fields second pro day. Well, they, they must be drafting you know, you know justin fields oh well now they're going to uh, trey lance's second pro day they must be drafting them. first of all no they're probably drafting matt jones because they're stupid but second of all <laughs> you don't get a second chance to make a first impression right sure.
1: i have a hard time watching it because they just have to keep changing the story to keep uh, making us watch the show to check the commercials out like i mean i'll
0: i'll have i'll have one of the shows on in the background as i'm watching the kids and i'll listen to them like do you guys even listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth? <laughs>
2: I mean, you sound just ridiculous. You don't. It, it, especially uh, it was I don't know why these I don't know why they have McElroy commentating. He tried to convince everyone that, that Mac Jones is more likely the best quarterback in the draft <laughs> because of his work ethic with uh Nick Saban, and how Nick Saban knows how to get the best out of his players, that's why he was able to lead. To when has team. he ever done it with
0: a quarterback? Position players, gets the best out of his position yeah. when, players. when has Sabin ever had a successful quarterback?
1: Fire-ass like, receivers.
0: Oh, my, my favorite about ESPN, and this happened uh, sometime last week, is they had a graphic up about Justin Fields. They had under pressure, no pressure. Like, mm-hmm. okay. You know, I, obviously when he's not under pressure, he's significantly better than when he's under pressure. That's every other quarterback. And then they had Orlovsky out there going, I'm going to tell you why that's not true. But like, okay, Mr. I'm going to run out the back of the end zone twice. Tell me how that's not true. <laughs> so he, he has a play against with you know, Ohio state versus Penn state and, you know, five wide receivers out. It's about 10, at the eight or nine yard line of Penn state and ball is snapped he goes through all the diagrams of, of you know this guy's coming from here this guy's coming from there oh look at fields you know sliding the coverage over gets the ball makes one read throws a touchdown pass Not one second was he under pressure i'm like mm-hmm. you're going to tell me that he's good under pressure and then show me a, a highlight where he's not under pressure exactly. you're an idiot go
2: away exactly <sighs> what they don't also tell you is that they actually did a statistic and it talks about the college quarterbacks this past year and and how many times they Checked down to their third or fourth read. Justin Field was number one after, mm-hmm. as far as checking down to his third or fourth read. The very the worst quarterback in uh, the NCAA was Mac Jones. They well, said he's the first read quarterback.
0: Well, yeah. Well, first of all, if I've got um, Smith and Waddle out there, I don't need a second read.
2: <laughs> right, because
0: they usually open. Yeah, they're normally either open, or if, if I throw it to them, they're going to catch it no matter what. So
2: it doesn't really matter. So, so should that statistic even exist? It's like because hey, it just yes. To- well, go, go ahead. You no, what, what I, was saying was, I think that I think that they've added so much statistic to football that it kind of makes it like you take the common sense out of it. Right. Well, so. All right. Like, let's say if I was the Matt Jones shoes. Yeah. If I got two speedsters on the end, I'm just going to, you know, set back one drop and just let it fly. I mean, because, you know, nobody can stop us. So of course, you're going to throw to him. But it seems as if whatever luxuries you have, it's a gift and a curse because they'll say, "Okay, you're a first read quarterback. But it's like, dude, you have like all pros, all Americans on your team. Like, what are you supposed to do? So the the thing with
0: analytics that people really need to understand, it's a tool. It is not a, you know, end all be all tool. It is a tool that's in your toolbox and it needs to be used at the appropriate times. You wouldn't use a hammer to try to saw through wood, would you? <laughs> and, you know and, and that's what um, i mean in all seriousness that's what people are doing with these analytics if they're taking these numbers at face value and, and if they focus solely on them then they're not using it the way they're not using it appropriately yes mac jones is the one read quarterback because yes he's got waddle and smith out there and he doesn't need to make many reads you know fields is you know multiple read quarterback which is fine and but i but on the flip side of that how many times did he misread? you know a, a wide receiver that he thought was covered but really wasn't because a tyrod taylor is the king of that you know and that you know they they run statistics all the time that yes taylor is great completion percentage you know he's a great teammate you know but he misses open guys because he thinks they're open he thinks they're covered and they're not so yes analytics gives you a way gives you a, a scope of what to look at but as a football play as a football evaluator you know okay so this is what i need to be looking at why is it that way and it's that way with any statistic whether it's you know on base percentage slugging percentage check down percentage whatever you need to go okay this is what it's telling me now i need to figure out why what's the root cause yeah and and if you can't do that root cause analysis you're not a good evaluator absolutely and i think going full circle
1: that's why the quarterback position is so tough. Like, uh, what's the root cause of leadership? Like, what's uh, like the the stuff like that? How are you gonna find those things? Well, and it's also like, one, one the a wide things- receiver. You're measuring hand size, arm length, speed, stuff like that. Like, we that's all stuff we can touch and feel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't. It's tangible everything that, that makes a good quarterback is an abstract concept just about
0: but but see it is and it isn't so you want to talk about leadership you want to talk about all of that you could also talk about how do you perform under pressure and going back to the, the field statistic about under pressure but how, how do you perform when the game is tight how do you perform when you're down by when your team needs a touchdown when your team needs a drive right now how do you perform you know do, do you go three and out like Shea patterson would do or do you drive your team down the field? How are you in close games? And that's something, especially this past season, when the the games were all kind of all kinds well, that, of wonky. I just you can't don't think measure. That's fair
1: though, because Mac Jones is going to be one way in, in college football because of his lineup, and then he's going to come to the NFL and not have the same talent. And so I'm just not sure that's an accurate evaluator of talent. Because like, how do you take a guy that played on an All Star game team and judge how he's going to do on the Jets? This is true. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have the same protection. The uh, I don't know how to say this right, but the, the the talent ratio. Here we go. A talent ratio, like the talent ratio in college is much higher. Alabama's offensive line is probably much better, more skilled, and more defensive lines than the
0: Jets' offensive line will be in the NFL on a weekly basis. But see, you you could you could take that same argument. Okay, so how did Mac Jones and that massive offensive line do? against a team that had equivalent defensive line or better. Now it's probably not going to be many teams in college that have a better no. defensive line than Alabama has offensive line. But maybe how- I shouldn't
1: have narrowed it down to offensive line, maybe no. I should have said offense as a whole, but because but-
0: the the point is still valid, and, mm-hmm. and 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 you're right about the talent ratio, but that that point is still valid. How how do you succeed when you're not a superior talent on the field?
1: Yeah, like how do you evaluate that? And I think there lies the trick to finding great quarterbacks. But for and- some reason or another, they're still pushed to physical talent. More than they are, because I think it's the easiest thing to find. Exactly. It's easier. It's easier easier. to to measure. You have to spend some quality time with somebody to find their leadership qualities.
0: And as, as we've seen it with management and with people that report to management, if it's easier, it's going to be the way it's done. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. it. Yeah. This is efficient. It's efficient. Who, who cares if, if it's
1: efficient. right?
2: It's yeah. easier.
1: It's easier, right. Oh, we, we have a new term we can use, the talent
2: ratio. Yeah, do we, hey, new we, we coined a new, t- a yeah, new hey, term. Look truth. at that. But it worked too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and that goes back to Urban Meyer. How good is Urban Meyer? When he doesn't have a
2: superior talent ratio.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. That's going to yeah. be telling. And Dorian, you have to be a little nervous.
2: I mean, of course. I mean, to be a fan, I mean, he, I mean, we got a first-year head coach and a first I mean, in, in a rookie quarterback. Hell yeah, I'm nervous. But I. I if if there's any other coach that I would have the confidence in with the intelligence to figure it out, it would it would be him. Is he gonna That's... try to recruit an all Florida team? Not all Gator, but all state of Florida team. Hey, that, I... Because <laughs> Urban
0: Meyer has done so well when, when times are tough. Yeah, well I
2: <laughs> I say this. I, I say this. I I'm I'm, sure, I'm I'm pretty sure when when he had that conversation with with Shot Khan and, and whatnot. I'm I'm sure they covered all of that. I think that one one thing about Urban is before he quits, he's gonna do everything he can <laughs> to try to win.
0: BJ, BJ, stop.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, before he Nick Saban, huh? No, 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 no.
0: He wants to spend more time with his family before he Bobby Petrinos. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think you're Petrino. I, 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 you know, as much as I like talking shit about Meyer, I don't think you're Petrino. Petrino I think you at least finish out the season.
1: Petrino didn't even like fly back to Atlanta. Oh
0: yeah, that's right. He, he in just stayed,
1: right? he stayed in St. Louis or uh, uh, New Orleans, I believe.
0: Yeah, <laughs> mm. <laughs> got she to the motorcycle life. ride back home <laughs> with a young lady.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wasn't she his? Uh, even like she was assistant a graduate student or something. Graduate, Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, a little,
2: little abuse of power there. Conflict of interest. All that all those weird like, things, all those hey, weird you, things. Yeah, you want to get paid this friday right yeah uh, daddy needs some attention <laughs> <laughs> notice that coming from dorian not me look uh, i would do that if i was the manager that sounded
1: like Deshaun watson's
2: approach oh <laughs> uh, yeah can you massage you right here sir that is not your thigh yeah i'll have an extra 20 if you, you know, just just a little closer <laughs> we, talked, we talked about the two knuckler allegedly allegedly let me see that allegedly. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> uh, Hold on. Is it about that time? Okay. Let's yeah. go ahead.
1: <laughs> oh no, you're you're 20 minutes early. Nice try, buddy. Nice try. You try, you try to send us to the can is what you're doing.
2: <laughs> no, no. That's why I said allegedly, because I don't want to speculate that any anything happened. That, oh just shut up. This um, is gonna turn into a shit show. That's all we do now. <laughs> But my, my thing is this. Okay, regardless of what the outcome is, will there be a team that that'll take a chance on? In your opinion, because uh, this uh, is what James, I'm thinking. And you James can,
1: Harden James Harden thinks highly of the Houston Strip Club, so I think he's kind of stuck
2: where he's at. Yeah. No, I can see the I can see the Texans being forced to like to find a way to get rid of him because think about this: michelle watson is not going to be able to play a full season under the scrutiny and everything that's happening if, right now
1: if any of this is true he might go to jail if, oh, if you know if, if there's a high percentage of these
2: that are true like he's he could have a real problem it, oh man it's uh that's 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 definitely a situation that i, I would not wish that upon anybody but it's not definitely. looking good
1: it's not yeah. looking good, but I do know one thing. This this is going to get crazy between these lawyers. Yeah. It's going to be weird. I'm trying not to pay too much attention to it cuz I don't like the lawyer jockeying stuff. Like it's cuz it's all for show until we get right. to court. Until right. something has actually Cuz has any actual charges been filed against them yet? No. Yeah, so we're all speculating and allegedly.
2: Right. Well apparently the NFL are they're interviewing a couple of the accusers um which I don't know how that I don't know how, how that's going to work. Are or we that.
1: sure they should be in charge of this
2: stuff? Right. I if I was the NFL I would stay out of it until I would let the courts handle it. I would let the courts handle it because right. I can see, you know, something happening where those wit- accusers now are you no, know, don't want to get involved for some reason
1: yeah um the amount of girls was kind of sketchy to me but like i i mean i don't know man you gotta you gotta believe until proven otherwise it's just tough it's just tough to process it all
2: right so so pretty much it so it seems as if like they're saying so so he didn't he didn't is it a matter of him like he didn't technically force them to i don't i don't or, I don't
1: know if we're qualified to talk about this area of this right now, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just trying to get an understanding of like what they're saying he did. Like, are they saying that hey, he put me in a position where I felt like obligated to do something to him? Look, like, yeah, like, it's
0: it's a it's dude, a very fine line about what's consent and what's not, and what was actually forced upon them. Asking I, for a happy ending is different than forcing a happy ending. I
1: was about to say, I don't think any human being is cool being nutted on
2: unwantedly. Just saying. That that Wait, is true. Yeah. But hold on. So so that actually happened? That's, that's, um, that's, one some the, that's one of the allegations.
1: Those are some of the accusations. Whoa. And it's not, it's not one girl that said that either. There's a couple girls that have brought that up specifically allegedly. It's
2: like, dude, you could have don't judge me here. I'm just saying what he could have done. Uh, trust like, me, dude. I will not,
1: you don't have to worry about me judging you. It's the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But still like, dude, if that's what you want to do, man, you could have hired a couple of porn stars. You could have went to Vegas. It did all of that and it had to sign well, a consent form.
0: The thing is,
1: I guess with people that do stuff like this, it's the it's the ability to make that person do this.
0: It's a power thing. Yep. And that's, a, I think that's going to be the crux <sighs> of the issue is yeah. how much of that did they feel pressured to do it because of the power that he had? Uh-huh. Because if if I'm a massage therapist making, you know, decent money, but not great money. Mm-hmm. And I tell this client, no, this high profile client. No, I am not sticking that up your butthole. And he goes, tells like <laughs> my, look, that
1: man's playing football. She could have oh. cut. Co- she could have threatened. She'd be like, "I'm gonna tell people you want me to put fingers in your ass. You don't shut up." So <laughs> exactly. she she just didn't play it right because she was scared, and that's that's,
0: that's, that's the thing. That's, that's 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 the, the pressure thing.
1: That's the power yes. trip. She was scared. <laughs> oh man,
2: I, oh that was that was bad. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs>
1: You want to play the cards right? Be like, if you don't
0: let me out of here, pull your pants up. I'm tell everybody, you try to get me. Put fingers in your ass. Let me out of here.
2: Exactly.
3: <laughs>
0: you know, and, and in all seriousness, in his profession, just that allegation that wouldn't go will well ruin well. him. Yeah. Right? Because his profession, right, wrong, and different, is a very macho, very male centric profession. Limited
1: acceptance. Right? And
0: th- unless you fit that culture and if you do something that's completely aside from that culture you're going to be ostracized you should have told them oh i thought you played quarterback not tight end. i'm not doing that no i'd be a wide receiver <laughs> could have could evolved the punter if
1: we're not careful
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: some of this shit is so cartoonish though uh, yeah i'm not speaking to anything that the uh accusers are saying i don't want to that's not my place to talk but like the lawyers rusty harden have you seen that man's hair i'm sorry we gotta talk about <laughs> how can you believe anything that comes out of that man's mouth well he, like
0: he lost all respect for me when he tried to defend roger clemens well, that's about a paycheck true but it's still i mean you, you lose respect as a lawyer if you take these just off the wall cases that you <laughs> know you're going to lose see you're you're talking about
1: people that don't deal with the currency that you speak of, so they don't give a fuck about your respect. Fair enough. Fair enough. Know, I, I know. We live in a different world where, like, respect is a thing, and it's kind of nice to have it from people. And Yeah, no, no. Checks, please. Oh, rusty. 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 Are you looking at them? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looks well, good. you know what? looks <laughs> like he, he's not any worse than the lawyer for joel greenberg have not seen that yet oh okay. he you, you talk about a cartoonish looking lawyer he looks like what would happen if lionel hutz had you know had gone on a week-long bender rusty
1: harden looks like he has like a shih tzu on his head or something yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: look up the lawyer for joel greenberg and you know, I'm, I'm sure up. you you know who who on, you know, relates to um hey. but yeah
2: Hold on, wait a minute. Joel Greenberg's lawyer is the same for Matt, uh, for Matt Gates. Hold on, wait, no. No, 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 no,
0: no. That would be Joel, excellent. Joel Greenberg's lawyer had comments about Matt Gates that Matt Gates is not, it should not feel comfortable right now.
3: Oh, that's a
0: thing. Yeah, he, he looks like a lawyer that you would get out of the penny saver with, you know, the, the skullet where it's kind of, kind of like oh, mine, but it also has like a mullet in the back and. <laughs> oh, shit.
2: <laughs> Furt Schiller. That sounds right.
0: <laughs>
2: so Matt Oh Okay. Some, yeah, that's some frat boy action going on. From here to here. Yeah,
0: you, know, you talk about uh, some convoluted like, crazy stuff. It makes Deshaun Watson look tame what what they're accused of doing. And, and again, it's all about power. Mm. We're, we don't need the archives.
1: We don't need the archives. Nah, it's all good. The- oh, man. The world's getting crazy. Yeah, We still haven't talked about the fact that uh, tonight they found Derek Chauvin guilty on all three counts. I saw that. Now,
0: was he guilty? Or was he guilty of getting caught in a new environment on film for 10 minutes? What do you mean? Well, if if that had happened 10 years ago, camera phones are not as prevalent. Is he still guilty? I mean, I know he's guilty, but is he still found guilty? Oh,
1: you mean if a tree falls in the forest, would anybody hear it? Yeah. And no, oh, yeah, I, got say, I see what you're saying.
0: Uh, no, that would have gone unnoticed. Yep. And and, and that's the point. And, uh, and, and, and Dorian, you can weigh on this probably a lot better than I can is – this is not a new thing. The, these are not new issues. This, this has been going on forever. The difference is it's being filmed and being distributed on social media before people can get out in front of it.
2: it exactly. And and also too, um, it's like, okay, so uh, it's it's not a, really way that I can say it but like this it's like so it, you know what's crazy the same individuals who are saying like they have individuals who are upset that Derek Chaven, whatever his name was even convicted they was like he didn't do anything wrong I'm like so you didn't see the whole ordeal then they were like well that's not how he died he died because of gas fumes I said okay so what if it was why yours? was he exposed what to him? gas fumes right so I said what if it was your son and they said the same thing about your son well well oh my son wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't be in that predicament. Okay, well, there's two ways you, you can look at that. If you're of the same color of Derek Shaven, okay, I can see where you can say that because again, it's 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 no, it's, it's I, I, no I I don't I don't understand, understand putting. It, but yeah, I'm saying yeah. like the individuals who all three of us know, especially from where we're from, and their mentality for them to say something like that. Well, well my kid wouldn't be in that predicament. They, they're thinking, it, it can be interpreted two ways. Like, okay, my kid wouldn't be in that predicament because I raised them well, or they wouldn't be in that predicament because they're white. Well, and I
0: think actually for them, it's kind of both. It's mm-hmm. definitely the second one. They wouldn't be in that same predicament if they're white, but it's also in their minds, their child wouldn't be in that predicament because I did a good job. Mm-hmm. I did a good job as a parent because if my child is in that, well, then obviously it's it must be the parent's fault. And because I am perfect, my kid can never get in trouble. That that's how these people think.
2: Right. And 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 that's what was actually told to me. And and you know, and instead of arguing with them about it, it's kinda of like you're part of the problem because you're not because again, if it was it's it's like the same individuals who supported Derek shaven and, and what he did are the same ones who tried to justify the murder of the uh, police officer at the Capitol Riots back in January. You know what I mean? So it's 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 just <laughs> It's the same well, man. and and it, it's it's so
0: funny to me that the same people that say that they have to have an arsenal of guns in their basement to take on a tyrannical government are also the same people that say that if you didn't resist arrest, you wouldn't be shot. Right? It's like makes no sense. You know, and, and that's the point. It's like a, con- a conversation. We can have good faith conversations on both sides. If if you want to do that, absolutely, I'm all for it. But if you start having bad faith arguments, I just tune you on and just move hey, on. Hey,
1: they all learned a lesson when that chick got shot in the face at the Capitol. Nope. Well, they, they're gonna they aren't gonna deal. there and try that shit again they just they're gonna verbally support these ideas and they're still gonna vote for the same people but i don't think that's gonna happen again although a guy just just drive a car at a barrier didn't he 100 yards away from the capital this week yeah it wasn't this week i know it was a couple weeks ago Yeah, kobusu I thought it just happened
2: again early this week. I, I had second time. I, I thought it had. I I could be wrong.
1: I have to look that up.
2: Man, it's so many things happening. You could be right. It, maybe something else happened again. It's it's so many things. Yes, that's that's, that's happening. Like but and happen. and I, I'm going to speak you know, as as
0: a white guy on, on this podcast. Is we need police reform. We need police. We 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 need them to do the job, but we also need police ref- reform. We need to give them more training. It should not take more hours to be a beautician than does to be a police officer mm-hmm. we need ongoing training like every other profession i would also, much
1: rather be nicked by hair trimmers because somebody doesn't have enough training than po- yeah. than get shot because somebody's
0: scared yep yeah. but we yeah. and we also need ongoing training we all need ongoing background checks mm-hmm. and we need just like doctors you know we need some type of malpractice insurance whether it, it's pulled out of their pension whether they have to pay into it some type of insurance of look we know crap's going to go wrong and sometimes legitimately you made a mistake it sucks but this is what happened you know and and this is the insurance that in case something does go wrong Mm -hmm. that's fine but until all this is laid out and we just you know people just kind of brush it off to the side or well they should have complied or they shouldn't have tried to cash a potentially a a fraudulent $20 bill until we get away from all the excuses and actually start talking about how we can make this better it never will
1: one of the the guys at work who I would say is super conservative and deeply southern. I asked him, I said, you have a brother? He's like, yeah. I said, so let me ask you something. If your brother was just selling like the un- the unlabeled cigarette. And a cop came up to him and-, and tussled with him. Kid pulled away, took off running. And the guy wound up tackling him and kneeing on his neck and, and killing him like that. You aren't going to feel some type of way about that police officer? And he was like, well, yeah. And I was like, why should it be any different for anybody else's family? And he was yeah. like, "He was like, well, and I was like, "Everybody, nobody just sits there and talks to cop when they're doing something illegal. Some people do and some people try to take off. But it's not the, jo- the police officer's job to kill that person. They're supposed to bring them to the jail for the judge to decide what to do with him,
3: yes. whether, whether it be anything
1: from the death penalty to a $20 fine, whatever that judge decides, that's their job.
0: And, and that's what the legal system is supposed to be. You commit yes. a crime. I, I detain you. A yes. jury of your peers determines your guilt or innocence, and a judge determines what sentence Suit me. If you are guilty, no. what sentence you should have? Right. It is not one person, judge, jury, and executioner. Well, the the problem is this
1: money in the police department is spent on the wrong things. Like they don't need riot shields and stuff like that. Do there need to be divisions of police officers that have those things? Absolutely. Does it need to be in every car? no they need they need support just like teachers need support they need mental health counselors and stuff like that to handle mental health crisis for somebody to identify that this is a mental health crisis this person cannot clearly communicate with me i can't shoot them
0: yeah. and and it, it was actually proven but i want to say it was Topeka Kansas uh, i could get the city wrong where they did an experiment about the like, find any excuse to stop a car, find any excuse. And if you find an excuse, they, they notice in that specific neighborhood, crime went down. But they also realized in the part that people forget about Is that if you, when they expanded it out to all neighborhoods, it actually increased crime. So if you want to do the, well, find an excuse to pull them over because, hey, you know, they're driving too slow. Fine, you you do that in certain high crime, high risk neighborhoods. You don't do it everywhere. And and the the guy that actually ran the study flat out said that. And he said, unless the neighborhood has this level of crime, this policy will not work. And people forget that entire second half of the conversation.
1: Yeah, because Mm -hmm. no matter what they're bringing money into the justice system by doing that policy everywhere yep right but
2: but my question is this it's like you know i we talk about reform and things of that nature um um i do agree to to reform to a certain extent and the reason why i'm kind of leery about it because it's like they're doing instead of trying to uh you know give more mental help uh mental health help to the police officers they're allowing them they spend thousands upon millions of dollars on bulletproof training well this is what and,
1: this is what we're talking about is the money's being put to the wrong thing there needs to be a SWAT team that's absolutely the, the we open that Pandora's box the drugs have led to some serious criminals like there's people out there that cartels in our country and stuff like that so there needs to be divisions of police officers that can handle certain things but what I'm saying is like I'm not saying mental health counselors for the police I'm saying to work with the police so that the police don't have to encounter the mental, the mentally ill, because a lot of this is a miscommunication or, or, or reading a situation wrong and causing problems. Also,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It just, it just when I, when I found out about that bulletproof uh, training, it, it, really threw me off because I'm like, so you're teaching cops how to legally kill someone without any being reprimanded. It's what you're teaching them. Well, and, and that, that goes back to reforms. So I'm sorry, finish your thought. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Wow. it
0: goes, it. Yeah it goes back into reform of when do you discharge your weapon what happens? So I know for federal officers, anytime that weapon is, is discharged, a report is written, an investigation is conducted, right, wrong, and different. If, di- if that weapon was discharged inappropriately, they are punished. Now, it could be a you know, demerit on your record, whatever. It may not be severe, but they are punished if it was discharged in, in, improperly. That same policy should be for police officers with the inclusion of body cam footage. Why is it okay to turn body cams off at any department? Any- exactly.
1: Why, why is
0: it why is it okay to turn off oversight over Require, your job required equipment? Again, I go back to the financial industry for thirteen years. Okay, if I turned off the oversight you know process on my computer. I was fired that day. You worked in a bank, didn't you? Me or Dorian? Yeah, didn't
1: uh, Adam. I'm sorry, you were talking. That's why i was new.
0: Yeah, you I worked here. at I worked at a bank for 13 years.
1: Yeah. So like if you turn the camera off that was facing the vault,
0: you think there might be a problem? Yeah. Well, and that's the funny thing. Yeah. I never I never actually touched the money. I n- I never <laughs> yeah. touched a single dollar bill. But right, no, but if it, you did that, if yeah. you disabled the camera that faced the vault, it, you and that's think the thing? Be a you, problem? It's, and it's not <laughs> even the vault. If you if you disable the oversight on your computer. Yeah. If you just have the wrong problem, you are terminated immediately, as with any other profession. A teacher, for example, if a teacher has a student in their, in their classroom, you know, it's a one-on-one and the door is open, or I'm sorry, the door is closed, that teacher is fired immediately because you're removing oversight that is needed there. Police should be held to the same accountability that everyone else is. You, that oversight is there to protect them. If something goes wrong, that oversight is there. Okay, something went wrong. Here is my side because you can see it. It, it shouldn't even be an option for them to, to turn it off i don't even know how like and know, i've n- i've never gotten a good answer from anyone whenever i ask why is it okay for cops to turn off their body cam in what instance is it okay for them to turn off their body cameras it doesn't it doesn't matter like who you are or what you are
1: no imagine being pulled over by the police officer for something getting in a disagreement with why you were pulled over and he reaches to his chest and clicks that camera off mm-hmm. like what's going through your head what yeah. the hell was that like <laughs> oh no it's just not right like it's
0: not and i can
1: tell you there required to wear it but they can turn it off like the logic behind it there's no logic it's just no
0: and, and like i said there wow. there's no valid reason why that should be turned oh, off insane. you know and i, I can tell you i'm you know i've i've been pulled over by the cops a few times there was one time when it was this one of the scariest nights of my life i had gone out to the store it was late at night because i was going to walmart because walmart doesn't really open until midnight anyway
2: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, gone to walmart and on my way there i saw blue lights pretty much everywhere, like side streets everywhere. I'm like, okay, I'm going to drive the speed limit. (laughs) I'm going to turn my signal on whenever I'm changing lanes, go to Walmart, get my thing on the way back. On the way back, I get pulled over. It happens. Okay. Cop pulls me over. It's like, do you know why I pulled you over? No, but okay. Well, your tag light's out. Okay you know, I, I will fix it. Thank you. And then he says, do you have any bombs, guns, or knives in your car? I'm like, uh, no, get out of the car, sit on the concrete and we will search your car. What? Yep. You and what is. I, I, I said, I don't have anything. He's like, we're going to search it anyway. So I sat on the concrete on the corner of uh, 1792 and 436 for 30 minutes. Well, they search my car for God knows what and I'm thinking there's nothing there if they but if they find something I have no proof that it wasn't me yeah oh, man. and and come to find out what had happened was there was a big drug bust up in Maitland mm-hmm. that all oh, those blue lights I saw all a lot of the cops were going up to that big drug bust and the guy that pulled me over was had been on the force for four months and he wanted to prove that he should have been included on in that drug bust
3: Dude,
1: and yeah, I just yeah, think right.
0: that had yeah. I handled that slightly differently I may not be oh, here yeah,
1: today what, at least asking. had honest.
0: I handled that differently or unfortunately had i looked like
2: dorian i may not be here right and this unfortunate too i uh my i mean by the grace of god let me knock on wood as as an adult i never had any encounters but when i was 16 years old when i was in uh in Lady Lake, I got pulled over. Me and another, guy, we we just we just came back from playing basketball at a park in Lady Lake, and they pulled me over. Uh, they did us over because we were riding in a van, dude. It was pouring rain, right? They pulled us over. They had us on the side of the road, and it was like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm wearing like a cutoff shirt. Shorts or whatever, and they had us like they didn't even ask any questions. They said step out of the vehicle, put your hands behind your head, get on your knees. And we were on our knees for at least thirty minutes, right? So people were passing by. They were like, "Is that Dorian? Is that, is that Dorian?" So the cops was telling them keep moving. So back then, this was like in the nineties. There weren't really cell phones, so they couldn't call my parents or anything. So I sat there, and then the guy who I was with say his name, like like he was like, "Sir, we didn't do anything." I kept telling him, "Man, just shut up, just shut up." And he was like, "He was like, why are you telling me to be quiet?" I said, "Sir, I just want to go home." Like. I was scared shitless because I didn't know what was going to happen. Like we were on the side of a road, cars were passing by, but it was kind of dark and it was raining. So, and then- They people, could have disappeared you. Right. They could have disappeared us because, you know, I mean, where we're from, there's been all types of stories about individuals who they disappeared when the cops pulled them over and they found their body in the dead river between uh Leesburg and Tavares. Like I heard, it's all types of stories, man. So eventually what happened was um, um he ran my friend's driver's license and stuff and he was like you have a job license I said no sir I don't like that and then he was like and then all of a sudden he was like "Uh, you look familiar you play basketball I said yes sir he was like Oh, you're a basketball team? I said, yes, sir. He was like, oh, okay. And then he went back to his car. And then they, then they, uh, uh, you know, so happened to let us go after he had that conversation with me. He went back to his car, and then they both let us go. And that was the scariest moment. And then the whole time they had us, we were driving back. We were just like, we didn't say anything. It was just silent because, again, man, it's like, first off, we're like kids. Like you can tell, we're not up to anything, bro. Like we, we had a basketball, had my shoes, everything, like. We were calling back to play basketball. So what's the reason? And they didn't give us any explanation why they pulled us over at all. Like they didn't say, well, you know why we pulled you over? They told Uh, us to get a van and whatever.
0: Yeah, and I I was actually, um, I was out to lunch um, one one time with a a colleague of mine at the bank I worked at, African-American gentleman. He was in his big, bright red F-150. He was driving. We went out to lunch on the way back. He got pulled over. And as the cop was coming up to him, he I, I saw him th- fiddling with the cell phone I'm like okay what, what's going on cop pulls him over give it gives him the spiel talk tells him how he needs to be careful how mistakes can happen all that and cop gave him a warning and walked away uh, I, I don't know what made him give him the warning whether it was me whether you know there was a witness whatnot I looked down on the cell phone and what he had done he had actually called his friend at the Orange County Sheriff's office he's on speed dial mm-hmm. and his friend knows that when he called don't answer send everything to voicemail that entire conversation with with the officer that pulled him over was recorded. And he says this happens about once a week where he gets pulled over for random stuff. And he, his friend just said, just call me. It'll go to voicemail. You will be protected. And that's why when these sports teams protest and sit out games, I'm like, good, because crap needs to change.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And,
0: you know, if people complain about, oh, well, Major League Baseball shouldn't be shouldn't be doing this, Major League Baseball shouldn't be doing that, then what should they be doing? Mm-hmm. Should they just be letting the players get shot? Look at Sterling Brown from from the Houston Rockets. Dude was beaten within an inch, inch of his life for what? Walking
1: yeah, Bob Afolosha was mistaken in New York City and had his leg broken by the cops.
0: So uh, until people stand up and go enough is enough nothing will change and only and the only changeable things will get worse because they know the bad apples will continue to get away with it mm-hmm. and that's again why, I, that's yeah, why I think I, it's
1: I, so important for white males to speak up cuz it's yeah. not going to change until we start Absolutely. changing things yep. I, I keep, yeah, that's, I keep, uh, I, when my Facebook arguments, I like to get in and stuff. They always like, they, they were killing me with that virtue signaling. I said, You guys haven't heard that shit till this year when they started pumping it in your heads at Fox News. You don't even know what the hell virtue, virtue signaling is. Like, it's looking out. I'm just looking out for other people. You think I'm doing it to gain some kind of currency or something?
0: It's just looking out for people. Right. Like, I don't understand. Well, and, and that's the problem. You got one side of the political spectrum that looks out for themselves and you have the other side that looks out for everyone, even the other side included. And until you have that change of dichotomy in, in people's you know, mind views, nothing's going to change. And again, you've got the governor of Florida threatening major league baseball because they pulled their All-Star game out of georgia okay and yeah. you, you've got and you've got the, the again the governor of florida threatening to raise taxes on businesses if they oppose um, voting restrictions wow. and i'm like well first of all that you can't really do that. You might like to think you can, but they do have a First Amendment right because y'all wanted to pass Citizens United. So and and it it's going to take a big moment. Whether it's LeBron James, one of you know one of the NBA you know the Finals MVP going up there with a black shirt, or or it's someone like Isaiah Livers. You know I don't know if you guys noticed this during the NCAA tournament when they would have the NCAA would have student athlete or student you know, or whatever on on the the placard up on the board. They would pan to Isaiah livers and he went not ncaa property oh yeah I, yes, I <laughs> so yeah. It, it, it's going to take constant reinforcement of shit needs to change and and realistically it's going to take it's going to, need to come from sports right. because sports is something that everybody wants mm-hmm. and whether it's nascar whether it's baseball whether it's football everyone watches it and it, if it starts taking over you're you're going to get you're not going to get out you're not going to change everyone's mind and that's right. just where we need to stand, but you gotta change enough people's minds where it starts changing votes and starts changing candidates. And that's where it's going to be and you know once we kind of get out out of this american first committee i mean american first caucus or whatever that crap that they were running earlier um, last weekend once that goes away because it's just blatant racism things need to change absolutely so i i'm <laughs> off the sandbox for the night i know we only have a couple minutes left
1: <laughs> <laughs> no but it was a conversation that needed to be had Yep.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, I mean, we
1: weigh in on a lot of other things we might as well say what we need to say about that also
0: yeah. so on on that happy note i did i saw a that, that um, Steph is the first person over 33. I don't know; it's like magical number of age 33 skills diminish to have 11 games with 10 threes or more.
1: Yeah, I saw that earlier too. That's a pretty impressive stat. Yeah.
0: Now, yeah. anytime I see a, a, a statistic with threes, I go, "Well, it didn't." The line didn't exist for most yeah. of the league. Reggie would have loved this. Yeah. <laughs> you, really? know you know who? You know who would have loved it even more? Who's Pete that? Maravich. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Larry Bird being able to shoot how many ever threes he wanted to shoot a game. Yeah, that'd been nice for him. Yeah, people people forget that when Larry when Larry was playing, the three point line was added, and they didn't know like what to do with it. Larry's like, let me show you. Oh, <laughs> this y'all here? Is... Oh, wait, you're gonna give me more points for this one? Okay, oh, it's just a step back. Okay, yeah. Oh. So yeah, when when they when they say this stuff is the you know the best point guard again pure point guard going way back to the beginning pure point guard no i think steve nash maybe even jason kidd
2: is the best pure point guard i've ever seen john stockton until further notice uh i mean john, it could be john uh, well I, me for me personally john john stockton or jason kidd man i mean I, john stockton's got more assists than anybody by like a thousand doesn't he i think
1: like,
0: it's like two or three thousand actually yeah. yeah. it's not ridiculous
1: Something ridiculous so like I mean, I don't know how you could just, yeah. we're talking about point guard. What's the point guards traditionally do? Distribute. Right. They, they facilitate.
0: They facilitate but the offense. So like, it,
2: but but what? It, it just thing is, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. If you're going off on off of statistics, okay, sure. But I've seen J.C. <laughs> if you're going to go hmm, off facts, and then we're going to go that route. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Saying, well, okay. Okay. Well, well, in that case, so so would you say that? What so would you say that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest player of all time because he has the most scoring points? Is I think mean, he might team? be the greatest
1: scorer of all time. Uh,
2: but again, I mean, I will say this: that I, the, the Kareem
0: Kareem was down? the Kareem was the most unstoppable scorer of all time.
2: Yes, yeah, I can, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I, I I agree with that. But it's but I I don't know. I just to me it's either John Stockton or Jason Kidd. I've seen Jason Kidd with with no other players like when when he was on the Dallas Maverick. Like when I, when I was watching. Games in in the 90s, and how, like, you start to see, like, oh, shit like, this dude could could be the well, next.
0: It's not John Stockton's fault we never got to see him on a garbage team, so we can't well, punish him for
2: that. And, oh, no, and no, no, I'm, I'm actually, not, actually,
0: actually, it is, is, it is it Stockton's fault, okay? Because think, think about what you're saying, it's not John Stockton's fault we never saw him on a crappy team. Is it because just was so good that his teams were never crappy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, again, he didn't do it by himself,
2: he did like, <laughs> <all> alone, so <laughs> that was what I'm saying. like. He it's time for my hall of famer on that know? note it's time for my post show nachos and cheese <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I mean I'm saying I mean I'm pretty sure you know what I'm pretty sure if if JC Kidd would have had a Dirk Davinsky, pretty much most of his career, he probably would have had another championship. Didn't he play with 5-0. Dirk? did not he on the Mavs at the same time?
0: Momentarily, I believe. And yeah, but that team, they, that, they that team didn't won. win a
2: title. Yes, they did. They, they won two, uh, 2011. Not with Jason and Dirk. Yes, they did in 2011. Jason Kidd was on that. Jason Kidd was the starting point guard. I thought that was J.J. Barrera. No, he wasn't the starter. Jason, Jason Terry. Jason Terry. Hold up! Now, you're about, Look. if you're
1: wrong, you're going to extend the show thirty
2: minutes. You know that, right? <laughs> Look it up. I've been waiting for this. Look it up. The starting point guard was Jason Kidd, twenty eleven. Dorian's Durian, right. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, no, it's cool. I apologize.
1: I apologize. I'm wrong. Ryan. I'm and on apologize. that note, I
2: apologize. I, I'm gonna
0: oh. say this. I'm gonna say this, and we're gonna probably close on this. This is what makes us different from other sports shows. Drop the we mic. go. We'll out. We'll hey, look, my bad. I was wrong. Look, it's the
2: only <laughs> thing. It's the only thing Dorian's gonna win this. Don't year. matter. Don't matter. Win is a win. We.
1: The only reason you <laughs> want it is because you didn't predict it.
0: I, I'm still waiting to cash in the bet that he thinks that, that Jacksonville is going to have more wins than Dallas this year. And I'm still waiting on my wings from that. I
3: know. I, <laughs> I'm going <gonna, laughs> to eat, it eat
1: it those took. wings so nice. I'm going to eat them. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to I'm gonna eat them like a true white person. I'm going to leave meat on the ends. <laughs> yep. Yep. I catch so much shit for that. I can't tell you how much shit I've caught for that in my lifetime. <laughs> you, eat, you, eat, you eat wings funny. Why don't you take the meat off then? I said, because I don't want to chew on cartilage.
0: Okay. So, so true story, true story. My mom eats the wings worse than anyone on the face of the planet. Now, obviously, she's white, but she the also eats chicken. No, she eats chicken wings with a fork.
1: Whoa, that's oh. communist shit. <laughs> she's a spy.
2: Your mother's a spy. She's a real oh, cool. mm, Yeah, I, I,
3: don't
2: I, I mean, I've seen someone eat wings with chopsticks before. I thought it was pretty interesting. Well, I mean, was it a cultural thing or were they just trying to be fancy? No, they were just trying to prove a point.
0: It was Okay, so I that's all. different.
1: That's different. <laughs> yeah, that's that's talent if you're just trying to prove a point okay if it's cultural cool anything yeah. else if,
0: if you're if you're doing it just to be a jackass because hey look look what i can do okay fine but I've... if you if you're purposely like using a fork to get the meat off a chicken wing just go away i'm so <laughs> i'm so jealous of
1: people that can properly operate chopsticks i'm so jealous yeah, well, i'm, I'm chopstick it. illiterate my I, wife I, do, makes do, all the time. Fi- my fingers but yeah my fingers just don't function like that I, 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 think it's, like... I think it's a, i
0: think it's a leesburg thing because really when do we get practice with chopsticks Maybe you need stickier rice. Whatever. Balls so balled,
1: balled up, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out ways to do it. I need to know. <laughs> See, I, what I can do is like hold them together and like use it like a little scoop, like get a piece of meat on it or something. I can do that, but I can't pinch anything. I'm not pinching. Yeah. I'd never catch a fly like uh, Daniel did. Mr. Miyagi yeah. be pointed. Yeah.
0: Oh, and by by the way, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to drop the mic on this one. Daniel's son should have been disqualified from the tournament in *Karate Kid*. <laughs> no, nobody,
1: nobody's been able to drop the mic yet.
0: By the way, but <laughs> da- Danielson should have lost the All Valley Karate Tournament because he kicked him in the head, and that was supposed to be forbidden. Well, quit talking all that shit.
2: <laughs> well, at least in Cobra Kai, uh, the other guy got his revenge. What do you think his name? Um, I don't I'll, know. Yeah, yeah got his ass with one.
1: <laughs> now that you don't know something, now we'll end the show. I like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's how you end it.
1: So yeah,
0: I, I think I think we're I think we're at the end. So. Cat and Sandlot Sports. Everyone have a good one. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.